0: Good afternoon. My name is Heidi. Miss Heidi, you can call me that. And Miss Taylor, who just was in here, she asked me to teach this workshop to you ladies. It's called Finding Value in Authority. And then I put on there, Do you believe that life can be better when you do things God's way? So when she asked me to talk about this word authority, I wasn't really sure what that meant. So we're going to explore that in a little bit. But before we do, I want to take a minute to introduce ourselves. I'm going to keep looking back because I've got my computer, but it's not hooked up. So, first, um, like I said, my name's Miss Heidi. I've been married about 20 years to my husband, and we have three kids Kate, that's one of mine. And then I have Abby, she's not feeling well, she's 14. And then Ben, he's 16. And we've been here for just over a year in Fayetteville. Um, I am a third grade teacher over at Fayetteville Christian School. And I want to let you know something. I was once a girl, like you ladies. I was once a teenager. I was once a young adult. And now I know I might just seem like one more adult talking to you, but I want you guys to see me today as just like a helper, someone that's here to just share what I've learned with you. Um, So I would love to hear your name, and if you want, you can tell me your favorite candy. (gasps) and maybe who invited you today. If you don't wanna share all of that, just tell me your name so that I can try to call on you by name if you want to ask any questions. So, which side of the room's feeling a little more brave to start, Me. That one. This side? No. Not this is? side? Okay, we'll start right here. and we'll go, we'll go in a predictable line so you know when it's your turn. Okay, what's your name? Um, my name is Ella Warren and my favorite candy is probably Reese's. Reese's, okay. Next. My name is Isabella Wright, and my favorite candy used to be Twix before I got roses. You can have that be your favorite again soon. Okay. And what's your name? My name is Caitlin, and my favorite candy is probably Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids? Oof. All right. Skittles. Okay. And name is Allen and my favorite candy is probably Gummy. Gummy. Not picky. Okay. What's your name? Sadie and my okay. favorite candy okay. is Sour Okay. Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Sadie? My name is Maddie Allen and my favorite candy is, um, oh, whatchamacallit. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a long time. Okay. Maddie? Yes. Okay. come over here? Chewy stuff, you know, braces, right? You're safe. Okay. All right, Amalia. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're holding it? Lucky girl. My name is Bethany Allen, and my favorite candy is probably sour gummy worms. Okay, Bethany. I'm right behind Bethany. My name is Casey my favorite candy is Twix. Oh, Twix, okay. Um, my Logan, the favorite candy is Okay, Zoe, all right. I'll go back to you. Uh huh. Gummy worms. Okay, and over here. Uh, my name is Cora Allen, and I like all kinds of candy bars, and my favorite would probably be a payday. Payday. Okay. Next. Amelia. Amelia. Okay. Hmm. Three Musketeers. Oh, I'm getting hungry. How about you guys? Should have brought candy. What's your name? Mike and Ice. Okay. Kit Kats. My name is Airheads. My name is Lily. And my favorite candy is either any of the Okay. Milky Way. I think next time when I ask this question, I'm going to have to bring candy with me, because anyone else hungry for their favorite candy right now? Yeah, <laughs> Milky Way. All right. Well, thank you for introducing yourselves. Um, so we're going to move on. I'm going to have to do this twice. So I said that we're talking about authority. Now, that's a really big grown-up word. It's not a word we use every single day. So I thought, well, I better find out what this word means so i went to the dictionary and the definition of authority is an individual cited or appealed to as an expert well that still sounds big so let's just think of the word authority as an expert someone that's that knows what they're talking about then we go to the next definition one with the power to influence you to help command your thoughts your opinions or your behavior so an authority figure is the an expert that can help form how you think. Who comes to mind when I say authority? Go ahead, call out. What do you got? God. God? Okay. God, parents. What else? Um your elders. Say it again, honey. Well teachers. Teachers? Yeah. Who else? Pastors. Pastor. You can just call out. Any other ideas? Police officer. Did you say girls? Rules. Oh, rules. Yes, definitely. Think of rules having to do with authority. Adults. Police officer, I heard. Any adults? Military. An- military. Anything else? President. <laughs> you guys thought of so much more than me. FBI. Now hold on. I'm going to stop you there for a minute. You're thinking of big leaders, right? Who else in your life might help influence your thoughts? Friends. 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 Absolutely. Who else might influence your thoughts or your opinions? Siblings. Siblings? Go ahead, Natalie. Um, like your um. Hold on. I know it. It's like your self. Okay. Like the
1: Holy Spirit.
0: Okay, so going with God, he can influence us through the work of his Holy Spirit. Now let's leave talking. Oh, go ahead. Grandparents. Grandparents. Go ahead. Acquaintances. Louder. Acquaintances. Acquaintances. So people you might not know that well. You might not call them friends, but you interact with them. Social media is a big influence. That's right. And guys, I'm not sure if I'm spelling that correctly, so you know what I mean, right? social media. We're actually going to talk about that. Do you find that things you listen to or watch can influence you? So we can even say TV, music, entertainment, any kind of entertainment, right? That goes in like one category. Okay. So the long and the short of it is There are many voices that are trying to influence you, right? Lots of things competing for your attention. Lots of people competing for your attention. Yes, my head hurts just thinking about it. So what we need to do before we move on. Hold on one second. You have to forgive me because I'm working with two devices here, and it looks like something skipped, but we're going to trust the Lord with technology. Okay. That deleted from my laptop, and I'm glad we have it up here. So what is this in the shape of? Do you guys see what this is, this upside-down triangle? What would we call that? A A A pyramid, upside-down pyramid. A cone. cone. Let's think of science. Okay. So imagine it being three-dimensional, and I'm putting stuff in it, and then it's going into a jar. What's that F thing called? a, f- oh, a funnel. funnel. So I found this example of a funnel, and it's listing a lot of what we already talked about, right? The influences in our lives. So think of these influences, and think of the funnel as being your life. So we got people, social media, entertainment, pouring into your life. So it's all kind of jumbled around inside of you, right? So if we think about all of these influences in our lives, we have to think, now, out of this list that we've created, this list up here, what do we want to really influence our lives the most? To be the experts in our lives? To help shape our thinking, our behavior, our opinions? So we have to stop and think. What do we want influencing us the most? Who do we want? Let me go to the next slide. Okay. So again, these are out of sync, but that's okay. The Lord's in control, right girls? Even when things don't work the way we want it to. So let me just make this go forward. Like how about this morning with the music? God took care of that, right? That was pretty cool, even when the music wasn't working. So we're going to do a little activity where I am going to read something, and I want you to call out which influence or authority in your life could be saying these things. Straighten out your shot. So you'll have a better chance to score Coach. 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 Coach How about this one Remember God has big plans for your life Pastor, Pastor. Pastor Who else Parents, parents. Teachers. Teachers. Teachers Grandparents, Grandparents. Friends, Friends or your siblings Yeah There's lots of options Your homework is due Wednesday Teachers. 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 Teacher or your parents That's right these are all influences. The book of James said that God will teach us things during our trials. I'm here for you as you wait. Okay, what, what person in your life? Pastor, Pastor. Parent. Parent. Teacher. What about a good friend? Could a good friend say that to you? Sure. Everyone's going to the party. You should come too. Friend. What about someone said, I think... What's your name, sweetie? Olivia? Yeah. Acquaintances. You might have somebody inviting you to something that you don't really know. I don't really know what this party's about, but, you know, they're kind of like the cool kid. Right? We could have someone we don't really know influencing us. How about this? Let's check out YouTube. Just ignore the curse words. It's so funny. Who might try to encourage you to do that? Sometimes Friends yeah, or siblings. siblings. TV, music, and social media. Oh yeah, maybe there's commercials on. Social media is telling and you that. Like, people be yeah. People on TV. People that we know? No? People that we go to church with. Oh. Probably people we don't know much about trying to influence us, right? People at school. People at school. I know you're struggling with your parents right now, but the Bible reminds us to Who? Yeah. Who might be saying those helpful words to you? Um, Your pastor or your parents. People in your family, your pastor. So do you guys see where I'm going with this? Lots of voices trying to help influence you. So here's where I want to go with this, this first take-home message. And I have this printed out for you all in those little booklets I made. We have so many influences in our lives. We just listed them all. But ladies, who has your ears? Who are you choosing to listen to? What does God desire? What does the Bible say? So let's pause for a minute because we need to talk about something. We need to go back to the basics. Do you believe? What do you mean, Miss Heidi, do you believe? Do you believe that God created you? Ladies, do you believe that? Do you believe that God has a big plan for your life? Do you believe that he gave us the Bible to guide and direct us? Maybe you're struggling with that, and that's okay. I'm glad you're here because we can talk about these things. Maybe you already believe it. It's no problem. But I'm going to challenge you that if you do believe that God is the expert in your life, God can be the expert in your life if you believe these things. If you think God made me, God has a plan for me, I'm going to challenge you ladies To think of him as the expert in your life. That authority in your life. Now let me just get caught up here on my laptop. Give me one minute. Okay. Can somebody read for me what I wrote at the very top? I'm just going to grab my papers because my computer's having problems. Okay. Go ahead, sweetie. God has provided people to help. God and direct you. These authorities are accountable to God. You want me to read that part too? So God has provided people to guide and direct you. So if we believe that God is our ultimate authority, right? He created us. Did you guys know that he also has provided for you people right here on earth to help you? And then I need somebody else to read that verse to us. Okay, go ahead. Romans 13 tells us that, so we've got God as the head, right? Think of school. Who's the head of the school? Who's like in charge? The principal. Okay, then the principal tells who what to do under them. Teachers, and then the teacher tells? The students. students. that's where you guys are at, right? You probably have teachers above you, your mom might be your teacher, your dad might be your teacher. And then we have to think of God as being our ultimate authority, like the principal's the ultimate authority. And then God's given... Lots of other people' authority. and we're going to talk about that a little bit more right now, the authority that God has given us in our lives. Okay Okay, I need someone else to read a verse from you. We've got a few verses because we're getting this information from the Bible and if we agree that the Bible is full of truth then we can listen to this. Go ahead Zoe. Yes, please.. And Zoe, so what words are bolded? Okay, God has chosen him that he may command his children. Okay, you hear the word authority being used there? Yeah. Okay, someone's going to be in, in control, com, in command. Okay, let's go to the next verse, again from the Bible. This is a longer one. Who wants to read? Okay, go ahead, sweetie. And the bolded part there says that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, keeping all his statutes and his commands. Okay, let's go. I've got two more, and then I'm going to give you guys another wrap-up message. I need another volunteer. Can you read me those two verses? So I just put a he slash a she so we know God's talking, not just to the guys, right? Um, So here we see very specifically that God is talking to people in authority. He's talking to them. He's saying, you are in control. You are in charge. I've placed you in an authority. So our second take-home message is... One second. One second. Parents are commanded. Have you guys ever thought of that? Like God's actually talked specifically to parents and said to them, Hey, listen, parents, it is your job to train, to teach, to discipline. And you guys know what? If your mom and dad or your grandparents, whoever is the authority in your life, if they decide not to, hey, I have to discipline you. Hey, let me teach you this. Hey, let me instruct you. If we parents don't do those things, we're actually disobeying God. Did you guys ever think of mom and dad as being disobedient to God? Yeah, that's something I, I really learned a lot about when I was preparing. That if I don't discipline my children or teach them the ways they should go, teach them what the Bible says, who's, who is my authority? God. And if I don't listen to God, the authority, then I am disobeying God. We're being held accountable. That's right. Yes. So now, I want to pause for a minute. You guys might have some experience with this. Anyone ever had an argument with their mom or dad or grandparent? I have. How about anyone ever argued with their brother or sister? A lot. Yep. I'm wondering if if you've ever heard a voice being raised in your home and maybe words of anger being said. Yep, guilty also. So do you guys know, who who is against God? The, The devil, right? It's real. He's called the enemy for a reason. And he doesn't want us to have harmony in our home. He doesn't want God to be our authority. He doesn't want parents to listen to what God says. And then, below parents, we're, we're going to talk about you all, right? And your siblings. Does God want you all listening to mom and dad? God does. How about the enemy? No. So this verse from John 10.10 John, John 10 says, The thief comes only to what? Steal, Steal and... And... But God said, I have come, Jesus has come, that they may have and have it to the full. So let's remember that the devil does not want us to have harmony in our home. Now think for a minute. This is another interactive thing I want you guys to be able to call out. Let's identify some lies that you might have heard before in your home from the enemy when he wants you to disobey your parents. He might say something like this in your head. You might be thinking... They don't understand me. Anyone been there before? You don't have to admit it. My parents don't understand me. What's another lie the devil might throw out to try to cause problems in your family? What's another lie? They're lying. My parents are lying. Anyone else? What's another lie the enemy might throw out? Go ahead. My my siblings don't care. My siblings don't care. My brother never listens to me, but he... Does. They're not listening, or even say my parents aren't listening. Oh, mom didn't really say that. She meant something else. What else? They always blame me. They always blame me. My parents don't love me. Everybody hates me. Everybody hates me. Where's another lies? I can't trust them. Uh, they don't like me. They don't like me. It's okay. They don't care about what I want. They don't care about what I want. It's not fair. It's not fair. My parents, My parents think I'm stupid. I want you guys to hear what's being said and I'm sure you can relate with something that was just shared. It is the lies. Control freaks, they just want control of my life. My parents want to ruin my life. What? One. Why do my parents hate me? We already said that, didn't we? Give me another one. My siblings are the favorites. My siblings are the favorites. They like them more than me. What do they know? They don't know what it's like to be a kid. They don't know what it's like to be a preteen. I have all those hormones going on. They don't understand what I want. Anyone felt that way before? I know I did. Yep. yep. Even us moms. Yeah. We Remember, I was once a teen. Were you once a teen? Yes. We get it. Hold that thought because we're going to talk about why you want to hang out with us sometimes because we do have some wisdom. Okay. So instead of listening to the lies of the enemy, we need to really hold tight to the promises of God. What has God given us the Bible to do? To help guide us? Yes to help us know how to, uh, to obey our parents, to correct, to correct us, to help us. And I want you ladies to see the promises in the Bible. God's Word is full of promises. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Maybe you've heard this before. Children, do what? Obey your parents. In, the... in the Lord. For this is Christ. honor your father, father. father. and father this is the first command with a promise that it may go well with you and you may live long in the land what's the promise in there if you listen may you may live long in the land that it may go well with you. With you. did you guys know that if you are obedient and listen to the authorities in your life there's actually promises like god wants to reward you for your obedience how cool is that we call that motivation right because god cares about us and he wants us to succeed Colossians 3.20. Children, obey your parents in... Everything. For this does what? Pleases the Lord. Lord. I think I might want to please the God that created me, that controls the entire universe. That sounds good. How about Exodus 20.12? Honor your... Father. And your... Father, that your days may be... Prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. So if we look at all of this, I'm going to go through this one. It's just, again, telling you to be obedient, to be holy, to listen to the Lord. I'm not going to read this whole verse. I actually put it in the packet for you. But in Deuteronomy 38 through 10, actually, someone make sure I put it in there, will you? I'm not sure that's the one I copied. Let's see. This is an amazing collection of verses. Oh, I don't think I put it in. So let me just highlight the parts um, of this section of Scripture. You shall again obey the voice of the Lord and keep all his commands that I command you today. The Lord your God will make you what? Abundantly prosperous. We skip down. It says, for the Lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your, in your fathers when you obey the voice of who? The Lord your God. So, ladies, there are benefits from the Lord when we are obedient. I want you to hear that. So that's my third take-home message for you today. Listening to your father and your mother is an act of what? To who? God. Did you think of it that way? Okay, who's at the top? Our top authority is who? God. God, God has asked which people to be in charge? Uh, parents. parents. And, and you might have godly grandparents. You might have godly aunts and uncles. You might have godly neighbors that watch you. Or whoever God has placed in, in charge of you, it's usually your parents, most of you, I'm sure. And then He's asking you to be obedient to your parents. And if you're doing that, you're pleasing the Lord. And he will reward us. There are benefits to listening. Okay, let's pause. We're going to play a little true or false game. Yes. Okay, yes. what I have talked about so far, I want you to answer true or false when the statement comes out. See if you've been listening. You ready? True or false? God commands parents to teach their children. True. True, true or false? Parents are more experienced, and that's why they're in charge. True. False. There's probably a little bit of both there right that's almost a trick question but what they're actually in charge because god god right our god top authority the lord who has commanded the parents right how about the next one obedience to your parents is being obedient to god True. disobedience to your parents is being disobedient to god True. okay you are listening nice job a parent has authority over a child because they're bigger False. you know how tall my son is He's 16. Does that mean he should be in charge just cuz he's taller? No. No. Your son. Yeah. God's put me in charge of him, right? And his dad. Obeying means pleasing God. That is true. You're pleasing your creator. There are blessings and benefits when parents obey God by teaching, disciplining, and guiding their children. Yeah, that's true. I want to be blessed for being obedient. Parents are called to be the authority figures because they're less sinful than you kids. Yeah. Guess what? We're all sinful, right? Because we're all human. We're all human. There's not one of us without sin, it says in the Bible, right? Only God. You've probably seen your mom and dad make mistakes. Because we're all human, right? That's right. Here we go. I think that was my last. Oh, here we go. There are no consequences if parents do not teach, instruct, and discipline their children. Right? Who are we not pleasing if, if we parents don't? Instructor, God. children. Yes, and there's a consequence to disobedience to God. That's right. God blesses children when they are obedient. True, 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 true. true. Now we're we're rounding the corner here, girls. You're doing a really good job listening. I want to do one more thing with you before we, we do this little rock activity. I want you to think about this balancing beam here. Okay, you see that picture? What is the gray picture of? Brain. brain. Okay, the brain and the red. The heart, okay. So, I'm going to ask you guys to examine. Is your head doing the thinking? Is your heart? Do you listen to the authorities in your life, the experts in your life, so you can avoid punishments? Let's be honest. Who wants to lose screen time? Who wants to be grounded to their room? Who wants to not have friend time? None of us, right? Mm -hmm. Who wants to lose privileges? Do you want to hear a funny story? So when I was a teenager, one of my favorite things in the whole world was my curling iron. Okay, imagine this, see my bangs? Okay, bangs back in the late 80s and early 90s, you would actually take your curling iron and you would curl them up so much and then you would hairspray them. Just look at pictures. Go home and Google it if it's okay with your parents. Pictures from the 80s. My hair, my dad called them concrete bangs because I put so much hairspray in my hair and I curled them up with my curling iron. Well, guess what one of my punishments was? If I got in trouble, what did I lose? The curling iron. So I had to lose either my curling iron or my phone. I'm back in the days where the phones were connected like this to the wall, but my cord could go like all the way. I could go pretty far with my bright blue phone. The cord was already all the way over there. It was awesome. But if I disobeyed my parents, I could either lose my coveted curling iron, my bright blue phone, or I can't remember the third, but my parents gave me three consequences and I could choose one. So guess who messed up? You. This girl here, because I'm you know, sinful human. We all are, right? And my dad said, all right, Heidi, you got in trouble for whatever I did. I was probably sassy, I was kind of sassy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he said, you choose a consequence so mad. I put my hands on my hips, and I said, fine, no curling iron. (gasps) And the second I said no curling iron, I thought, what have I done? My sacred curling iron. How am I going to look amazing in the morning with my concrete bangs? So... (laughs) This is great. Thanks. (laughs) I had to lay in bed that night. I had hairsprayed my bangs as best I could. I laid in bed like this, and I didn't move because I wanted to wake up and have my beautiful... High bangs. I mean, girls, it's a style. And maybe it'll come back and you'll look as amusing as I did when I was a teenager. The point is do you think I wanted to have that same punishment again? No. So, uh, yes, I was thinking with my head, I want to avoid punishment and be obedient. Because I wanted my curling iron, my long blue phone, right? But ultimately, God does want us to obey, but He also wants us to do this. You guys ready? He wants us to have a bit of a heart change. Actually, he wants us to have a really big heart change. He wants us to obey the authorities in our lives. Not so we'll be able to keep our screens or the coveted curling iron. But he wants us to obey because we desire to be more like him. And I have to tell you, ladies, something. It's a lifelong process. I'm still striving to be more like Christ. Some stuff is still in my head. I know I should do this. I know I should do this some things are in my heart. I want to do this. And I'm going to challenge you ladies to be thinking about this. Maybe the Lord can help you move from that head knowledge of, I'm not getting in trouble, to, ooh, I want to obey my parents. Because that's what the Lord has asked me to do. So think of this process, ladies, moving from head knowledge to? Okay, here we go. Now, I heard this verse. Probably a couple years ago. Would somebody read it? Because it really helped me a lot, and I hope it helps you. Okay, someone I haven't heard from yet to read, you can read, sweetie. I will give you, 56, 56, 56, 56. I will give you a new heart and put it in your spirit, I will remove you your heart, for give you a new heart for Okay, my heart was, give me that curling iron. I don't really care that I sassed my mom and dad. I just want to keep my curling iron. Is that a heart of stone? Probably, because I only cared about what? And I probably probably didn't care so much about the fact that I spoke disrespectfully to my mom and dad. I just wanted to have my amazing hair, you know? (laughs) So this verse says that I can have a changed heart. God can change my heart. I don't know about you guys. Have you ever felt hopeless? Like, well, there's no way I'm ever going to stop being angry or having outbursts or being sassy. I don't know how to change. How am I ever going to change But God says, with his spirit's help, he can give us a new heart. So I want you guys to remember that. If we look up here, someone mentioned the Holy Spirit. If you've asked the Lord to be a part of your life, if you believe that Jesus died for you and you've accepted him as your savior, you know you have his power living within you. Has anyone heard that before? You are not ever alone, and he has the ability to help you change maybe your heart of stone to a heart of flesh. So as we're talking through this idea of being obedient and recognizing that our parents are the authority figures and you're thinking, oh, my word, I don't want to listen to them. Every day they're telling me what I should and shouldn't do. Ask the Lord to help you because he can definitely help you make some changes. And it's a process. Now, the last thing I want to tell you guys is, guess what? There are actual benefits to listening. Did you guys know that? Like, if you listen to your parents, good things can happen. Like, not just your parents. Maybe you have a teacher that you really trust, your pastor. Maybe you have an older sibling that you can confide in. I had Tammy and I had Berta, and these were two ladies that helped influence me when I was a teenage girl. Berta was my youth leader, and Tammy was my – actually, she was my piano teacher – I, had a great, I have a great mom, but I also had these godly women in my, life, in my life, and they helped me get through some big decisions and some challenges. So I had wisdom helping me out. So look at these examples here. Maybe you're not sure what to do in certain situations. If you have someone in your life that you consider a godly influence, they can help you figure out what to do. Maybe when you're struggling with this, should I cheat? Should I not cheat? What should I do? I really like that guy, but I don't know if he believes in God. Should I be hanging out with him? And I know I have some younger ladies in here, and you might think, uh, no. Someday you're actually going to be interested in hanging out with guys, and it's going to be important for you to find someone to talk to about those things and to know what God's best is for you. It's really important. I really like this outfit, but is it appropriate? Where should I go to college? Should I go to college? If you have a godly person in your life that can help you talk these things through, you should do it. Make sure you have people to talk to. What does the Bible say about dating? Why does this friend keep treating me like this? Is she even a friend? And if you have someone in your life that you can talk to that can bring you to the truth of the Bible, who's up here? Our godly authority. Our parents can direct us. Definitely take advantage of that. Okay, I'm almost done, girls. Having godly authorities in your life means you have help with... What word is that? Depression. And you're feeling pretty crummy. How about this one? Okay. I wish I looked like her. I wish I had what they had. What does God say about that? How can God help me with that? What's that word? Fear. you Fear or fearful of something. Anger. Anger? These are all real things, ladies. Sadness. How about this one? Loneliness. Ever moved and been the new girl somewhere? Oh, yeah. New school. New event. I was a little lonely sitting at lunch today, and I'm an adult. Yeah. Feeling misunderstood. Go ahead. Yes, having regrets. Great one. You have one? Having anxiety. Nervousness inside. Yep. Okay, what, what do I do once I've sinned? Right. But what if I don't know what to do in a certain situation? Yes. Having godly people in your life can help you. What if you're being mistreated by a friend or a, an acquaintance? Someone in your home. Look, you need someone that you can talk to that is a godly influence. Someone that knows what the Bible says. Ooh, tempted. Remember when Brooke talked this morning, um, the youngest lady on the panel, and she said when she was 18... Her mom advised her not to do something. She advised her to pray about it. But what happened? I think she gave in to some temptation. What did she say? I I regret it. So she did have godly counsel. And you can go to godly counsel. It's ultimately up to you if you listen or not. But just know that God has provided these people in your life for a reason to help you. Okay. I want to surrender my life to God daily. I don't know how. I want to have quiet time. I don't know how. Okay, the last message. Godly authorities in your life can help guide you through these challenging growing up years. So think back to this funnel. This is my last slide before I do a little demonstration and we play with the rocks. Think back to this slide. What is going into your life, the funnel of your life? What or who is being poured into your life? And I'm going to challenge you ladies, um, as we leave here today, to be thinking about that. Be thinking about the greatest influences in your life which people, which things do you want speaking to you? Do you want all your truth to come from TikTok? YouTube? Do you want it to come from maybe just acquaintances? Do you want it to come from parents, teachers? Be thinking about that. Who do you want influencing you? And I want you to just remember this statement. It's on the front of your little packet. Do you believe that life can be better when you do things God's way? So, I want to show you guys one last demonstration to help drive the point home. I have a jar right here. Can everyone see this? So, think of your life as a jar. Okay, here we go. What we put into our life. What's something I could put into my life that's an influence? Okay, yes. Now, hold on. Let me show you something. I could put music into my life, music into my life. Is there good music to listen to? Sure, of course. Let's put some good ediphon music in. Hey, what else could I put into my life? Uh, Godly parents. Yeah, you know, God gave me these awesome parents. God gave you me, Kate. Into your life, right? I'm going to choose to put my godly parents into my life. Or maybe I'm like, whatever, Mom and Dad. And maybe I'll do this. Are they taking up much space in your life, influencing you? I mean, it's really a choice you have, because we're not robots, right? God gives us the ability to choose. What else could influence our lives? Social media. Oh, I have to decide. How much? Is there positive social media out there? Have you listened to some positive webcasts? or That's that's, such a grown-up term. Thank you. Um, Or maybe some positive videos with mom or dad's approval? Depends, right? What am I going to have influence me? What else? How about my pastor's sermon or my Sunday school teacher's sermon? My coach, he's teaching me some good life lessons. She's teaching me things. Or, ooh, I don't think my coach knows the Lord. Right? You have to decide what's going to influence you. So you choose what is going to fill up your life. And be careful because there are some little things. One YouTube station I shouldn't be looking at. That book I shouldn't be reading. Little things creep into your life. Be careful that they don't become too big. So, I hope that visual helps as you think about what you're putting into your life and whom you're listening to in your life. So, to the rocks. I want you ladies to think about something that maybe stood out to you today. You might want to write one of the Bible verses. I gave everyone these papers, kind of like on a table, and we're gonna to have to share markers, so we're gonna to have to like get together a little bit more. But maybe one of these verses you want to remember. Maybe there's something in this little packet here that you want to remember. And I want you guys to write down maybe just girls' day out. Maybe you want to write down the word authority or Ezekiel 36 26. Whatever you want to write down to help you remember what something you learned today, or maybe.